is Anna, and you're listening to the Soul Maiden Podcast. I am so happy you are here. If you want to know more about anything I talk about, check out my socials. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. It's funny, when I first sort of started doing podcasts, I would have a little bit of a schedule of all the things that I was going to talk about so that I could gather all my thoughts and have all the information that I needed to uh, be able to speak about a certain topic or to be able to show people that, you know, what I knew about something was was factual and made sense and was full of information and um, things that people would know and be able to check to see if sort of what I was saying was was true and it wasn't something that I just made up or I used from my own intuition. But now it's a lot different. Now, even this morning, um, I know I had a small little break there from doing my podcast. And the last one that I did was based on some of uh, my courses that I have coming up. But just before I've sort of come in to try and record this podcast, I (laughs) have no clue of what I wanted to speak about to see what actually wanted to come out. So I'm having faith in myself and my own intuition and, you know, the messages that I need to share with others or or the things that I need to talk about and sort of um, get out there for others to sort of listen to or sort of spark thought, I guess, because it's the only way that we can sort of learn new things is by someone else talking about something. So it opens your mind toward it. I know that I'm like a a very um, poor sponge at the moment. So I will hear people start talking about different topics or, or different things. And I'll be like, Oh my God, I need to know all about that because I have this, this deep uh, interest in, in learning as much as I can at the moment. And Whilst I don't need to learn uh, everything about everything, I'm actually finding it, you know, really fascinating about all the different things out there that we can learn about. And it's not, you know, it's not like all of it is new things that I've never heard before. A lot of things I I have heard people talk about or have heard um, their mentions or probably have even learned some of the things, but it hasn't really sort of stuck in my mind and probably wasn't presented to me originally at a time when I was actually interested in it. So it's great now that I have that, that deep need for um, wanting to learn or find out uh, new information, because I think it's, it just seems to be able to be absorbed a lot more. And I also now think now that, you know, imagine if you went to school right now when you're a bit older and you've got all that life experience under your belt. I think I would actually listen in class and, you know, be fascinated by all the science and the history and geography and things like that. Whereas, you know, at school, you're just sort of doing it when you're 
you know, just on the verge of becoming an adult and, and going through puberty and, and finding who you really are, that it's, it's hard to also sort of listen and observe and um, absorb uh, new information and things that um, you're being taught in that sort of school environment because, you know, you have so many other things going on as well. But I've always said that, like, how good would it be to go back to school at this age? But, you know, we are adults now and we get to pick and choose which subjects we like, which is also good, which, you know, some of the things we couldn't do at school as well when we had certain things that we did have to um, learn whether we wanted to or not. So... I'm not quite sure where this topic will go, but I just wanted to sort of talk about a little bit of my experience um, today in particular. This is not anything new or nothing um, that has never happened before, but I feel like it's something that, you know, I would like to speak about today. And I've really become aware of uh, how I'm feeling Um it's that awareness piece. I know I have spoken about the awareness and things like that, but the more and more that we start to do our healing, the uh, more and more in tune we are to those moments when we're, you know, definitely not feeling aligned. So it can be the smallest thing. It can be a big thing. It can be um, sitting in a, in a memory that, you know, you still haven't really sort of gotten through and things like that. And for me, I noticed that I was starting to get annoyed at uh, sort of what's happening around me and um, not enjoying, you know, um, like some of the daily tasks. So I knew yesterday that I wanted to do some sort of clutter cleaning and clean some stuff out because I felt that's what I needed to do I hadn't done some for a while and doing some of that clutter cleaning wow that sounds really hard to say cleaning out some of that clutter really sort of uh, boosts everything well for me it um, gives you that uh, new sense of um rejuvenation I guess it sort of clears that stagnant energy that old energy out and gives you more of uh, a bit of that uh, liveliness and happiness and allows more to come in and it's the same when I talk about with healing of you know when we release something we gain something but I knew yesterday that I needed to do some cleaning and normally when I do some of that clutter cleaning and throwing things out I feel quite good because I have released some of that old and stagnant energy but I was starting to feel that even though I had thought or felt or had my own, you know, truth testing telling me that I um, need to clean, even while I was cleaning, I would find I was getting super frustrated. I didn't want to do it and I hated it and it was becoming a challenge and it was hurting my back, like, you know, just even just sweeping or using the mop type thing. And I was thinking back to, you know, before when I used to always have a sore back and I used to hate cleaning and it felt like that. It felt like I had slipped back into sort of where I was feeling 12 months ago. And I knew that in that moment that there was something that I needed to work on, but 
I did try to push through and I did try to do all the normal things that I would do um, in my day with, you know, cleaning or my business or the, the different projects and, you know, business ideas that I'm working on at the moment. And I did try to push through and, and do some of them, but, you know, they just weren't flowing as well as they normally do. And I did then start to feel some of the emotions come up and some of the um, and some of those past experiences um, being relived and thinking about how certain people had let me down in certain areas, how people doing certain things were making me feel in a certain way and thinking about situations and people and my judgment of them of, you know, where they are and what they're doing and things like that. So I was really in that place of um, where I was, you know, 12 months ago and it was really starting to feel uncomfortable. And then some of the familiar body pains that I used to have sort of came back up again. And so I really felt like I was back in that place that I didn't want to be in. So that was sort of how I knew that I needed to look at something and I needed to work on something. And sometimes it's hard to always sort of pinpoint um, what it is that you need to work on. Sometimes I will try to identify the main emotion and sort of track it back that way and see uh, you know, why am I feeling it? Where else have I felt it? Is it mine? Is it someone else's? Is it the collective? Is it, um, is it an experience I haven't let go of? And of course, anytime that any of those sort of old feelings and things uh, start to surface or come back up for me to sort of look at, it does always come up with the grief as well. The grief portion of it um, is definitely front and center, <laughs> whether it's uh, the catalyst for all the other emotions as well. It is something that does always um, seem to surface when I am sort of feeling in that state of, um, I don't know, It's it. it really felt like that you know, poor me type um, energy pull. I was feeling like uh, you don't know what it feels like. No one knows what this feels like. It's, you know, so bad. Nobody cares. Um, nobody helps me. I'm all alone. Um, it's not fair, blah, blah, blah. But it's still... Um, came back to that to that grief portion and it was something that um, I know that it's an ongoing journey of being able to move through the grief and I think sometimes I try to um, I guess brush it off or I don't know if that's the right terminology but I try to use 
the example of, oh, wow, look at me. I'm so spiritual and, you know, I've moved on so much in my life from being spiritual and I can move through grief so quickly. Look how wonderful I am. I've gotten over my, you know, my husband's passing in six months, blah, blah, blah. And whilst I had sort of had that thought too, I think now that I really look at it, I think it was, um, it's like a, a distraction or a, a way that I didn't really want to look at it. It was okay. So it's there, but I'm doing all these other things. So I'm really busy and I'm doing so well. Look at me breaking through all these things that I couldn't do before. And now I can do them Oh, while I am still being a widow and still moving through grief, but I've already gotten over that because, you know, look how good I am at doing what I'm actually talking about um, type of attitude. And I don't know if that's exactly the representation of, um, you know, what I sort of promote or talk about or what I want to help people with. It's not about being able to move something and say, oh, look at me, look how quickly I did this, look how easy this was for me. It's not like that, but it's like I had to get that wake-up call to sort of look at that and say, well, <laughs> look what you're doing. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not going to say that I sit here, you know, in tears all day, every day. Like I have you know, still done normal everyday things, even if I am feeling sad or am feeling upset or missing my husband, I still, I'm still able to get through tasks that I need to do. Uh, I do obviously not enjoy some of them um, at all. Um, cleaning, Obviously, it's not one of my favorite things to do. However, cleaning and making room and, you know, releasing stagnant energy normally does. But when you're uh, being faced with being shown those emotions that you're still holding on to and you're trying not to actually acknowledge them, which makes your, you know, cleaning when you're trying to shift energy seem uh, painful or not enjoyable in a way. So, it's not about uh, being the expert at how to move on or how to move through things or finding ways to overcome them. It's being able to sit in all of that type of energy or um, moods or the situations that uh, give you the reason for you to show you what next step is that was a terrible sentence i'll try and explain that again but not in that horrible sentence i think we need to be grateful and happy for being given those moments that are going to show us what our next step is so whether that is showing us an emotion or a feeling or a trigger or a memory or something that just comes up that gives us then that opportunity for us to look at it, to feel it and to release it. It's not about, oh, I've gone through this. Oh, I've already dealt with that. Oh, I'm not going to do that because I'm like this now type thing. It's 
every sort of uh, feeling or emotion that you have. And this is what I do. So um, I will consistently, well, I don't even check in. It, it just comes naturally. Let's look at it this way. So every day I still get out of bed. I still get out of bed being happy and excited for what the day is going to unfold. I don't have those situations where I wake up in the mornings anymore thinking, another day, I've got to go to work, got to do all these chores. Every day I will normally wake up pretty happy and excited to see what's going to unfold during the day. Whether I have anything exciting planned or anything on, it doesn't matter. I can still make excitement and joy from my day. Sometimes in the morning, however, I may be a little bit knocked off my feet if I've had one of those dreams that that sort of pull me back down or they make me relive a moment that I didn't enjoy in my past or they'll play out a scene which is similar to an emotion that I felt um, in something that happened in my past. And it's happened quite a lot in the last few weeks of these sort of repeating patterns. There's sort of two different themes. One theme is um, it's a repeating pattern of me feeling uh, let down by my husband and being able to let him go. It's a repeating theme, whether it's you know, showing him leaving or showing him um, moving on type thing. And then there's another whole arm of dreams that I receive all the time too. And that's showing me how to get through things and how to make things that seem difficult or hard to make them easy. Like for instance, uh, the night before last, there was, it was like this old road and in the middle of the road, um, there was uh, like this body of water, like a, like a natural swimming pool, I guess. And it was covering the whole lane and I was driving and I was, I don't know, say like 10 cars back and everyone's like, oh my God, we can't get through this water in the road. Cause you know, it was a pretty big body of water. It was like a, like a, a pool, but on like a dirt road type thing. But I just got my car and went up around the side of the road and like to me, it was the most obvious, easiest and simplest thing was to just go around it. Yeah, everyone else was still sitting here in that lane thinking, oh, my God, we can't get through. We're stuck here forever. And I think that was, you know, it's like a metaphor. And I have a lot of dreams like that where you were always seeing what appears to be an obstacle and everyone's stuck and everyone doesn't know how to get around it. And I will just fly through it like it was nothing. And I'm not going to say that that's a super superpower or anything, but that is something that I am really good at now. That is something that I can really sort of move through because first of all, I don't see anything as a big challenge or a big problem or a big situation. Uh, sure, there's things that happen that, you know, we'd prefer they didn't, but I don't look at any of, the, any of these things and think, oh my God, this sucks. I don't want to do this. This is so bad. My life is over. I don't think like that anymore at all. I just see every situation for what it is. And I will relate um, that situation or circumstance back to how I'm feeling about it. So what is the emotion that 
I'm having towards this? What is uh, this situation or circumstance teaching me? What do I need to learn? Um, you know, is it something that I have to heal and work through for me, for others, for, you know, our ancestral lines, the, the collective? Is there uh, Akashic records that I still haven't been able to collapse or let go of? There are so many things that come around it. So any situational circumstance, that's the way I will look at it. So I will be able to do something with it, regardless of what it is. And so having those sort of two types of dreams will you know, sometimes uh, make some of my mornings maybe a little bit going, okay. but because I know how to sort of work through or feel that emotion, I will uh, know where I need to look at so I can see what I need to work on. But that still doesn't make my mood uh, worse for the day at all. I still don't um, take that on board as... Uh, the tone for the day so if someone was really mean to me in my dream and everything was yuck and I felt really Ugh, or something like that I'm not going to wake up and take that into my day and then reflect it on others so every day when I wake up it'll normally be excited for the new day excited to see what comes up and even now though even though this may sound really silly sometimes having those those triggers and those things that come up for you to work on are awesome tools for you because you actually get excited about new things because honestly I know myself I've thought so many times oh my god I'm so sick of working through this same emotion give me something else to work through because I'm sick of doing this and Sometimes I will also keep searching for things as well. So it's like, hang on a minute, I'm feeling really good. Everything's going great. Uh, what's coming? What's coming? What's coming? And I'll always be scanning, looking for something because that's what I've always been used to is having, well, first of all, having all those emotions that I was sitting in and then that, that journey to um, having that awareness of coming them in now, it's sort of become more addictive where I'm always looking for it. So I'm now sort of really trying to come into the allowance of just letting everything be good. It doesn't always have to be uh, a moment of learning or a moment of clearing an emotion or finding something so bad from your past that you haven't got over and you need to work through. It doesn't always have to be like that, but it's just having that awareness behind you and the tools that you can use with you so that when they do come up, you know when to work through them. So today when I was sort of feeling off after yesterday, sort of, you know, not so happy mood about doing all those chores and things like that, you know, I noticed there was a few different uh, emotions that I needed to work through. And whilst I have so many different tools that I normally use to um, try and release my emotions. I was actually listening to an audible book this morning after I dropped the kids off and I was listening to um, Greg Braden and he was talking about the blessing and I was sort of going through that while I was having these feelings and I've never used uh, that tool of the blessing that he has in in there and I've never actually heard of it. Most tools are pretty similar. So I was working through that and that helped me sort of bring up that emotion and allow that release so that I could sort of move past that that way I was feeling and that that stagnant energy that I was holding in my body for um, mostly the emotion still again of the grief of um, 
my husband and losing him. And it's funny because sometimes you can talk about it and you are fine and you have like no emotion. It's not, I mean, not no emotion. I mean, like, it's not going to make you want to cry yet. Other times you can literally just think about the word and it will make you sort of, you know, want to well up in tears straight away. And I don't have a reason (laughs) of why that happens. And normally when I'm feeling that, I also try to drill it down and think, okay, so you're sad about, you know, this, this, effect of what has happened but what is the actual feeling like why are you actually feeling sad is it are you sad because you're alone are you sad because you know that person's not here anymore are you sad because um you know you don't have a partner by your side are you sad because you have to do everything by yourself are you sad because your life is different are you sad because um you know, you have to do things in a different way. Everything's different now. Are you sad because of all the other people that it affects? Like there's so many different reasons and, and whys. And it's really interesting to try and tap into, you know, what is the deeper emotion under that surface emotion? And I think one of the most, um, most prominent emotion I think for me is being alone that is the the part that I think hurts the most I actually had to pause there in this recording while I was saying that because it is still hitting a nerve and it may not be you know like just this situation where you felt like that like I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this if you Um, you know look back over your life at least and think of how many times you felt alone or you felt you were all by yourself I mean you know it's not an isolated incident it is something that you know has been repeated over your part just over this lifetime and then when you couple it with you know any other lifetimes that you've had as well it's it's not you know that one event that is triggering uh, so much emotion and pain in you and I know that that is one thing that I still need to work on and uh, believing that even though you are alone that you can still do things you can still achieve things you don't need to have someone um, you know by your side all the time to be able to help you achieve all your dreams and goals and I think that that's a story or a belief that not just I have I'm sure other people have that and I still haven't worked on my way through this but if you think about how you know when we were growing up and you were taught whether it was directly or indirectly that you know when you grew up you got married you got a partner you had kids you went to university, you got a job, you made money, you bought a house, you know, you work in your job for 50 years, you retire and you live off your income type thing. Like, I don't remember anyone sitting me down and telling me this is a story of life, but somehow that's what we all sort of grew up to. Not all, some of us, most of us grew, that's how I grew up to believe. And 
I think that mindset's in there and it's not just from my upbringing, but, you know, from prior to that and in the past uh, as well of having yourself, but having someone with you as well. So that for you to achieve or do anything, there had to be a partnership um, that you both needed to work together toward that common goal. And I find that super difficult um, sometimes to believe that you don't need that partnership to achieve everything because when everything is all about duality and, you know, the feminine and the masculine, the ebb and flow, the, the good and bad type thing, there's, there's always that balance. And I am a, a strong believer in that balance of that ebb and flow of giving and taking and you know just the way that it sort of flows in and out backwards and forwards how can you achieve that that flow when there's just you and so it's interesting for me to try and break that uh, belief of believing that you can do it by yourself and that you don't need that that partner to do it that you can do things on your own and then my mind still questions oh but how where's your balance but then I can bring it back to well what about the balance in myself what about my own feminine and my own masculine so within myself I still have that that ebb and flow I still have the the dark and light sides of me. I still have that, um, you know, that happiness and that sadness or that excitement or that, um, you know, deep grief. It, I still have that balance within me. So I don't necessarily have to have that, um, that other energy to help me balance out who I am in, uh, in my own physical body. I don't need to have another physical uh, opposite of me or partner to me to help me achieve those things that I want but I know it's still something that I haven't 100% sat into yet and it's something that I am still working on but that is a piece that obviously is something that all these other triggers and events are helping me sort of work through so moving through that that grief and finding out what that actual emotion is, is all about me really learning how to understand and accept that I don't need to have a partner for me uh, to be my true self or, you know, to be right in this world with the rules of, you know, you have to have a partner when you're older, etc. So it's really coming to the surface and it's nearly there <laughs> like some of these emotions they they can take ages for them to fully bubble up and fully present themselves into what they are it's like that old iceberg picture where you see the little iceberg at the top but underneath the surface it's that really uh, much bigger iceberg below it's similar to that so all these little triggers that I have, all these emotions that come up, all these feelings that I have, the ups and downs, the highs and lows, it's, we're all working our way uh, towards something. So for me, I see it as for when I'm working through my emotions or grief, I'm doing it 
in that layering stage. So a little bit comes off, um, you know, just like shaving down some of that iceberg, I'm shaving a little bit off. And then, you know, I will get to the other side of the happiness or goodness, and I will get another layer of happiness or, um, you know, some sort of awareness or knowingness or ability or something that comes in. And then, you know, maybe I'll come back down and it's not really an up or down to me. It's, it's still even in our eyes. We still believe, you know, the, the dark and light are separate and the good and bad are separate, but they're not really, they're even, they're just sort of, you know, I've said this before, Abraham stick, you know, if you got good on one end and bad on the other, it's still just a stick. And so while we're still flowing through this, so as we uh, move to each side, it's, it's the layers that come off and the layers that come on, the layers that come off, the layers that come on. And that's the way that I look at it. So I'm thankful for when these moments come up, even though in the moment when I may be looking like um, a horrid mess and I'm crying or being sad or even being irritable or not doing the things that I need to do. I know that on the other side of it is going to be something magical because we are, you know, we're being able to release something, which means we're going to be able to gain something. And so I really look forward to uh, both aspects of you know, uh, my emotions and my feelings and sort of what sort of happens around me on a daily basis. So that is what I wanted to talk about today, I guess, with my uh, no actual topics or rules or anything. That's just what's come out. I'm not even sure what sort of topic you would put on that, but that's what came out. I hope that some of that may resonate with you um it may not um but i know that that's what someone wanted me to say today and i hope that it does help other people and just remember that if you are on your healing journey it's it's not a race it's um there's no rules there's no right way or wrong way there's no way you can stuff it up there's you know, no tool that you need to do. There's, there's nothing, there's, there's no rules for anything. There's, it's just whatever is right for you right now. That is the only thing you can ever do. And that is something I can hopefully drill into your brain. If not anything else, it, it's always right for you right now. But anyway, guys, that's today's podcast and I'll catch you in the next one. That's a wrap, guys. Thanks for listening to today's podcast with me, Anna, from Soul Maiden. I'll catch you in the next podcast coming soon.